call your attention this morning to the Gospel of Luke, chapter 1, verses 34 down through verse 38. Luke, chapter 1, verse 34 through verse 38. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which thou shalt, which shall be born of thee, be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she has also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month of her this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. For with God nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said, Behold the handmaiden of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. This morning we shall use for a theme, the best gift has already been given. The best gift. You may be seated. The best gift. The best gift. As the story goes, there was a young man by the name of Dennis Simpson. He robbed a bank in Ottawa, Canada. He went in to rob this bank at gunpoint. And he got $6,000 from the bank that he robbed. Uh, but when they arrested him and found out that he was robbing the bank at, a, at gunpoint with a gun that was a 1918-45 caliber semi-automatic coat worth $100,000. He goes into this bank and rob a bank with a gun that's worth $100,000. And he gets $6,000 from the bank. If he had only known what the gun was worth, he never would have had to rob the bank. See, Brother Simpson didn't realize what was in his hand. I stopped by this morning to ask you, what's in your hand? Or should I make it more plain? What's in your wallet? <laughs> if we only knew the power that we have with this baby that was born in a manger and his first bed was the feeding trough of an animal, God sent his son in a humble situation so there would never be anyone that could not identify with him. If he had been born in the risk carton, we would say, oh, I'd never been there and I never would be able to stay there. But he sent his son and he said the sign would be a babe wrapped in rags, lying in a manger so that anybody, whosoever will, let him come. When we come up to our lesson text this morning, I would teach that the greatest gift has been given. When the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Our outline this morning, my first point would be God's plan 
for salvation. Verses 34 through verses 35. The miracle of John the Baptist. Verses 36 through verse 37. And Mary's willingness to serve God. Verses 38. Now as we look at our lesson text. The first verse, verse 34 says, And then Mary, then said Mary unto the angels, How can this be, seeing I know no man? Following the conversation, we are getting in the midst of the conversation, but the angel Gabriel had just reported to Mary that she shall bring forth a son, and his name shall be Jesus, and he shall save his people from their sins. But now pay attention because Mary said, how can this be? Now if you look over in, the, in, the, in verse 18 of the first chapter when, the, when he appeared to Zechariah, Zechariah and told Zechariah in his old age that him and uh, his wife was going to bring forth, him and his wife Elizabeth was going to bring forth a child. He said, I'm not sure about that. He said, because you see, I have passed my biological clock to have a baby. And my wife is the same age I am, so I don't know how that's going to happen. See, see, Zechariah had doubt. But Mary, Mary was inquisitive. She had no doubt. She just said, how can this be? Explain this thing to me. How can it be? See, 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 see Mary was just inquisitive. She was, had some curiosity. But Zechariah doubted God. That's why God told Zechariah, you don't talk to this baby be born. So he had to shut up until Elizabeth delivered John the Baptist. Oh, y'all know what I'm talking about. Some of my Bible students know what I'm talking about. So, 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 so God's plan came forth. God had to go and find a 14-year-old young lady that would give him the kind of tenacity and the, and the kind of stentuitiveness that would have to go through what she was going to have to go through. See, God knows what you can take. God has foreknown and God has predestined everything in your life to know what you can take and what you can't take. So God knew that Mary had this in her, that she was going to be able to withstand the, the, the gossip and all of the stuff that was going to be said about her bringing forth this child. So we see, he see, she said, but I know no man. I'm a virgin. How can I bring this be? So he said, very good. I'm going to explain this thing to you. And then in verse 35, And the angels answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power on high shall overshadow thee, and therefore, therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. He said, listen, I'm going to explain this to you. You may not, you may not understand it, but I just want to know that the Holy Ghost is going to pair up with the most high. The Holy Ghost and the most high are going to pair up over you. And they're going to hoover over you. Oh, you remember back in Genesis when, 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 when God's spirit hoovered over the water and created the world. He said, my spirit is going to hoover over you and it's going to be creative and it's going to be productive. But when it's hoover over you, it's going to be creating. And it's going to, you're going to be able to bring forth a child. Because you see, this child is going to have to be different. Pay attention because, see, this child cannot come through the first Adam's lineage 
because the first Adam had a sin nature. But this child cannot have a sin nature. See, this child is going to have to be born of the Holy Spirit. This child is going to have to be fathered by the Holy Spirit. See, Joseph is going to be his adopted father, but Almighty Yahweh Elohim is going to be his heavenly father. But I just want you to understand that in order for him to come down there and rescue man, he's going to have to be fully human, and he's going to have to be fully divine. But he's going to have to have the character of God. He's going to have to be God in him and God with us. So that's how this process is going to have to work. That the Holy Spirit is going to have to pair up with the Most High. And they're going to have to hoover over her and make her bring forth a son. And his name shall be called Jesus. And he shall save the people from their sin. And he said, and in that next verse, it's in that next verse, verse 36, it says, And behold thy cousin Elizabeth. She shall also conceive a son in her old age and in this six months with her who was called barren. God said, listen, in order for you to go through this, you know, every time we go through something. And when I designed my marriage class, we had to have mentoring couples. See, couples need to be able to line up with some couples that know what a Christian home looked like. The problem with most marriages is that they ain't never seen what a Christian home look like. They ain't never been around another Christian man. Men, I'm talking to you. They ain't never been around another Christian man so, so he can love, so he can learn how to love his wife. And most young ladies get married. They ain't never been around, or some of them have with their mothers, but if they have not, they need to be around a Christian woman that can teach them how to love a man. Are y'all out there? That's the big problem. We don't know how to love our wives and we don't know how to love our husbands. And love comes in a different way. I'm just using a dog now. I'm just don't, don't get upset. But if I get a dog from a kennel from a thoroughbred, I got to love him a certain way. But if I get a dog from a rescue place, that dog is going to need different kind of love than the dog. Are y'all out there? You better talk to that person that you're going to marry, that person that you're going to be, so you can learn how to love them. If they've never been given affection, they can't give it. Are y'all out there? Did, did y'all hear that on this side? If they've never been given affection, they won't know how to give it. Are y'all out there? Two sick folks can't make a happy marriage. So, so we say here, I, you need a mentor. You need a mentor, Mary. You need to go spend some time with your cousin Elizabeth, who is now carrying a baby that she's six months old. But let me tell you something about Elizabeth. You see, I want you to spend some time for Elizabeth so you can identify with her to understand the power that I have to bring forth a child when, when, when her and Zechariah was beyond the childbearing years. I want you to understand the same miracle that I could work in Elizabeth. I can work in you. And while you're there, see, Elizabeth can tell you about Rebecca, who was always also barren, who brought, a, who brought about Esau and Jacob. And then she can also tell you about Sarah, who brought about Isaac, and she was barren. She can also tell you about Hannah, 
who brought about Samuel. I want you to know God say, I have been working this thing. I don't care if the womb is barren. I can create. I can hoover over them and I can take a barren womb. All those people that I named, I can take a barren womb and make a nation that will worship me. Every person that I named was a nation that God created. God created a people that was not a people. God created a people from the barren womb. Are you out there? So, gosh, I want you to go spend some time with Elizabeth because I want you to understand the power that I have. And then my favorite verse, he says, verse 37, say, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. Now, I just want to make my case. Let me put on my lawyer's hat here now because I'm going to argue my case. But, but, but first, I got to present my exhibits to you to make my case. How are you out there? Uh, let, let, let me make my case. And when I make my case, I'm going to go to my seat and I'm going to say, I rest my case. <laughs> All right, pay attention. Genesis chapter 18, verse 14, it says, Is there anything too hard for God? Psalms 115, verse 3 say, God does whatever he pleases. Jeremiah chapter 32 verse 17 there is nothing too hard for God. Matthew chapter 19 verse 26 says with men this is impossible but with God all things are possible. Luke chapter 18 verse 27 the things which are impossible with man are possible with God. Ephesians chapter 20 Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 says now unto him who's able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in him. I rest my case. Hallelujah! In John chapter 15 it says, you can do nothing without God. Did I make my case? Hallelujah. And then in verse 38, and Mary said, Behold the handmaiden of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And your angel departed from her. See, the angel departed from Mary because he realized that Mary had gotten it. He realized that Mary was rather ready to submit. See, God didn't force himself upon Mary. See, before the, before the Holy Spirit came upon her, before Mary had the baby, the Holy Spirit had to hoover up on her. But before that happened, she had to agree. I just want you to know this ain't no forced thing. This ain't about no rape thing. I want you to know this is about a woman willing to submit to God and to become the handmaiden of almighty God. Are you out there? What is in your hand? I just want you to know, the best gift that we have at Christmas has already been given. Oh, I know the shopping centers are open 24 hours, and they got all kind of sales on. And I know some of you may be a little upset because Rudolph is depressed, because no mother ring deals would play with him. 
Uh, but Santa Claus is going to let him lead him because he got this red thing on his nose. And I know some of you may be upset because frosted is snowman. It can't keep on in this warm weather that we're going to have because frosted is about to melt. And I want you to know that you don't have to be so pressed down about Rudolph and so pressed down about frosted the snowman. I just want you to know that the best gift, the best gift has already been given. God say, and you shall bring forth a son, and he shall save you from your sins. And God say, my son, he said, whosoever will, let him come. He wants us to understand that the best gift has already been given. God said, I sent his son to save you from your sin. Save me from what? Save you from pornography. Save you from alcoholism. Save you from drug abuse. Save you from everything that you're up against. Save you from all this illicit sexual stuff that you go through. Save you from all those desires. God said, I want to take your desire and make your desire my desire. I want to save you from all of that. But also, I have the power to curse poverty. He said, I shall supply all your needs according to my riches and my glory. He said, once I was young, but I'm old, but I've never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging bread. God said, listen, I sent my son so that you could have a Christmas, so that you could be restored in Christmas, so that you can celebrate whatever you're going through. I stopped by this morning to let you know you're going to be all right. That's what Christmas is all about. You're going to be all right. God is calling you this morning. God so loved the cosmos that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Are you out there? The word became flesh and dwelt among us. That's what the word. The word that was with God before creation. The word became flesh. God said, I sent him to save you from your sins. I don't know what your sins are, but God said, that's what Christmas is all about. Whatever sins you're going up against, whatever problems you have, Jesus said, I'm going to come alongside you. I had a brother that was really bad. He could beat up everybody in the projects we lived. I mean, he was a fighter. But Lord have mercy. When my brother Peter went to the army, I thought the folks were going to mess with me. I could walk around in the project. They said, no, that's Peter's brother. Don't mess with him. <laughs> I just want you to know, I'm God's son. Don't mess with me. Are you out there? Are you out there? God is calling you this morning. God is calling you this morning. Out of a world of darkness. Into his marvelous light. He so loved the world that he gave his son. A child was born, but a son was given. God said, I'm going to give my son to you, Shannon. Are you out there? Christmas is about God sending his son to save you. Let us all stand.